0: If you're looking to get one-on-one help with preparing for your next job search, get clarity on your career goals, or targeted help for salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Just click the Discovery Call link in the episode description so we can get started and work together. I'm Merritt Fields, and you're listening to the Career Gems Podcast. Today I'm talking to you all about how to crack the LinkedIn code with career coach and guru so that you can make sure you have that cheat code. Hello again, and welcome to the Career Gems podcast. My name is Merritt Fields, and I help professional women of color purposefully and successfully pivot their careers and navigate workplace challenges. If you're a longtime follower, so glad you're here. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm glad you're here as well, and allow me to introduce myself. I am a career coach, a strategist, and an expert of all things career. When it comes to overcoming the many career challenges that arise, I know what works. I alleviate professional women of color's frustration of trying to navigate workplace challenges all by themselves. I help motivated, ambitious, career minded women of color to stop playing small and start going after their true desires to elevate their careers. I like to say I'm a career connoisseur. I'm Sherm SCP certified. I have over 15 years of professional and HR experience. And I have a lived experience as a black woman and have seen firsthand challenges that women of color face in the professional world. So I understand what hiring managers are looking for, and I teach y'all how to market and promote your unique skill sets by using your authentic voice. Essentially, child, I help you secure the bag and get your dream job. In this space, every single month, I have a guest speaker talk about a special topic, and we are going to be dropping knowledge, we're going to be sharing all things career, and most importantly, sharing our stories, experiences, and also giving you all some advice. All right, so we're going to kick off with the guest speaker of the month. In today's episode... I speak to Cynthia Pong. Cynthia is an award-winning career coach, speaker, and author of Don't Stay in Your Lane, The Career Change Guide for Women of Color. An NYU-trained lawyer turned career coach, she's on a mission to get women of color the money, power, and respect that they deserve. In 2021, Cynthia created and launched the Embrace Change Leadership Accelerator for Women of Color, 134% funded through one month of crowdfunding. She's been featured in The Atlantic, Good Morning America, NPR, and more, and is a LinkedIn top voice for job search and career. Cynthia is a proud introvert, a classic middle child, and unapologetic Rottweil enthusiast. Welcome. Super glad you have joined for this incredible, incredible episode. I'm super excited that you are here, Cynthia. For (laughs) my listeners, this is Cynthia Pog. I already did her bio, but like we should just talk. Our topic for today is all things LinkedIn, but I would even say How do we get our LinkedIn profiles to stand out? Because there's a lot of noise with LinkedIn. Oh, so much. But before we even get there, you know, my favorite thing to do is for any of our guests is to do our lightning round. I love when our lightning round starts. So I'm going to ask you some questions really quick. You're going to answer the first thing that comes to mind. There is no wrong answer. And are you ready? Ready. I'm so excited. Okay. (laughs) Favorite movie. Oh my gosh. Of course I said
1: I was ready. This (laughs) one's real hard, but I'm going to say I'm sorry to bother you. Oh,
0: I haven't seen that one yet. I need to do that. Excellent. It's good. Favorite flower? Tulip. Favorite season? Fall. Sweet or savory? Savory. A sport you wish you could play? Okay. You're going to laugh, but curling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Yeah, I'm a super nerd. (laughs) That's fun. Your favorite song?
1: Mm, Honestly, I love Bruno Mars. (laughs) I like a lot of Bruno Mars songs, but I'm going to say his entire second album. I really liked
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like his new Mm -hmm. evolution, like his Mm -hmm. funk thing, I'm Mm -hmm. really into it as well. Yes, right. I mean, the the Silk Sonic song. Yeah. I should change it to that.
1: I'll change it to the the first Silk Sonic song that was released. I'm really bad with song names, but
0: I don't remember the exact one, but anything with Silk Sonic and Bruno Mars is just, it's magic. It's 24 karat magic. They're so good. (laughs) I love funk. (laughs) Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. Interesting. Okay. Mm Dogs or cats? Dogs. thousand percent. I'm Favorite. obsessed with Rottweilers. Oh, that's so funny. I grew up yeah. with Rottweilers. Oh my God. I really want one. Yeah. They're so great. They're stubborn, but they're so great. <laughs> yeah. Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Favorite board game. Oh, this
1: is hard to be truly honest, but I'm going to be honest because that's me. I really like that cooperative board game called Pandemic. And it's really awkward because we've been in one now and it's too real to life. But
0: yeah, I haven't heard of that. So now I have to look that up. And my and gosh, do more yes, that yes. Scary. And I need to. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to add this. It's intense. Um, yeah, it sounds like it. Your favorite vacay
1: spot. Oh, well, I just went to New Mexico a few months ago and I would absolutely go back there in a second. It was the best. Really love that place.
0: OK. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. been there yet. Last question, your celebrity crush. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm kind of obsessed with AOC.
1: <laughs> I sometimes mm-hmm. say, and I don't even share this very publicly, but my secret career mission is like to become the AOC of work.
0: Sounds like a creep. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the last question of our lightning round. It was hard. <laughs> it was not. God, it was very hard. <laughs> Thank you, though, for for going through this. No, it's super fun. I'm glad. Before we hop into just our topic for our episode, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things I would love it, if you can share just more of your background, who you are, the career you're doing, like how did we get to this place right now? And then we'll start talking LinkedIn (laughs) and and how you became an expert in LinkedIn. Okay.
1: Well, actually, the answer to both of those in a way is kind of by accident and super organically. So I didn't set out to become a career coach or a consultant or like in this kind of work career, people of color empowerment space, like at all. All I wanted to do was become a public defender. I worked towards that for many, many years. I would not have gone to law school otherwise, but I was very hell bent on that goal. And you have to be a lawyer and you got to go to law school to become a lawyer unless you're Kim Kardashian. So that's what I did. I was a public defender in New York for about six years, but I started burning out in earnest at about year three. Mm. And I had a whole like soul searching, long drawn out trajectory to like Try to figure out was I going to keep doing that work? If so, how? And if not, what on earth was I going to do? And I write about this like thoroughly. It's a very long story, but I wrote about it in my book. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't stay in your lane. It's all laid out in there. I'm super candid and upfront about the good, the bad, the ugly in all of it because it's really hard. And I think that, especially for people of color and women of color, we're so hard on ourselves and we think everything has to look picture perfect. And yeah, we're going to talk about LinkedIn and appearances and all that. And actually, it's a both and situation. You can have an incredible LinkedIn presence and also you can suffer from a lot of fear of failure, Mm self-doubt, imposter syndrome, like all that stuff is also happening at the same time. So that's why I like to be really transparent with people about it wasn't necessarily easy. It was not an A to B thing. I had to experiment and fail a thousand times before I figured it out for myself. And I am still experimenting and failing on multiple Mm -hmm. levels. People just don't see it as much maybe. So after I left my public defender career and stepped away from it, soul searching, got it into my head that I wanted to work for myself, started my own business. The first iteration was to do organizational consulting for nonprofits. So strategic planning, strategic consulting, program development stuff for nonprofits and social justice orgs, because that's where my heart is. And that failed. <laughs> so I had to <laughs> figure it out. Couldn't get single paid client, could you know work the hardest to get one pro bono client. And that was also a mess, but a learning experience on so many levels. And so I just iterated. You know, I was like, this doesn't work. Let me try something else. What else can I try? Well, that doesn't work. What else could I optimize? And through a series of trial and error, I landed on the career coaching thing. And that was like, <gasps> light bulb moment. It fit and it worked on many levels. And I was like, I can make this work. Like I'm super resonating with the women of color who are finding me for this. I like totally hit flow when I'm working with them. They're getting the most impact and results out of it. Let me just Mm -hmm. double down.
0: That's what I did. That's awesome. How did you then pivot even further? And I guess even niche Mm -hmm. down further into like Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, because I feel like you are the queen of all things. LinkedIn one. (laughs) I do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And then, too, I feel like I'm to the point where I'm like, ooh, I'm a little intimidated by LinkedIn. Right? Like, I just, it is extremely saturated, but it's not at the yes. same time. Right? Like, it really yes. isn't yes. at the same time. So, I'm curious about right. how did you get to LinkedIn? And then, let's talk yeah. strategy about LinkedIn, too. Like, how do we use this platform? Right. Right. It's so funny that,
1: you know, how folks kind of perceive my LinkedIn, because I also, I would not ever say that I'm the queen of LinkedIn at all. Like, I don't feel that way too. I still feel intimidated by the platform or like not necessarily intimidated, but like definitely not in love with it. You know, I use social media, any of the platforms as a tool, and it's a means to find folks that I want to work with and support. That's really how I view it at a meta level. What happened was, you know, in trying to build my business and be places where the clients that I wanted to serve hang out, so -hmm. to speak, LinkedIn was definitely up there. And it took me a while and I had a lot of resistance around. it. I'm not going to lie, because I felt like it was a very stodgy platform. I didn't really know how to use it. And it just felt like, uh, no, I don't know if my people are really there. But, you know, I had a couple clients tell me and one in whom I like specifically remember her being like, you should just post on LinkedIn more. And finally, after kind of hemming and hawing about it for months, I was like, fine, I'll do it. And I also did hire a colleague of mine to help me at the beginning with like ideating some of the content and like actually posting it because it's really hard. And what I think people don't really appreciate when you, you're not an entrepreneur is like, how much has to happen every single day. And you can't, it's really hard to be on all the platforms and also be doing the bread and butter of your work and also be doing the marketing and also be doing, you know, there's so many hats that we wear. So anyway, I brought in a colleague to help me think about things and like help me give some structure to the content, which I still always created the content. I haven't figured out a way, honestly, to outsource it in any type of way, but I created it and then that kind of was just, the spark that kind of got me back into a rhythm, like having someone else be accountable, like you got to post three times a week. And I did that for a while consistently. And then I think the real thing, I don't know how I got to be LinkedIn top voice in the job search and career category in 2019. They don't tell you, and I don't actually know how it happened. And frankly, when I first got the email being like, you're being considered for this, I thought it was spam. Oh, wow. Like I legit almost deleted that message because <laughs> oh I goodness. just, I was not in that place at all. Looking back and trying to like reverse engineer what happened. I think what happened is that I was posting really good one minute video clips of like tip of the week for a woman of color. And I would just like have one pithy little thing. And I'm not going to lie. I spent so much time editing down those videos. It was I put a lot into the production value of it, even though it seems and probably feels super amateurish, but I put in a lot of effort and like was doing it every single week for a long time. And I think that's actually what got me the traction, which ironically now, if we're talking about LinkedIn strategy now, I've actually heard that LinkedIn is not boosting video as much now. But back then I had heard a rumor that they are really quote unquote starving for video content. So I was like, all right, let me make some videos, even though I hate video. So...
0: (laughs) But that's that's like anyway. how I
1: got it. And then everything blew up after the top
0: voices thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're a top voice. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> so women of color looking for jobs, trying to, you know, get in front of recruiters and trying mm. to really like get their profiles in a really nice and tight way. Mm-hmm. What's some advice that you would give them when it comes to just using LinkedIn to their advantage?
1: Yeah. So remember what we just talked about on the metal level. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever getting caught up in the, this doesn't look quote unquote professional enough, this doesn't look perfect enough, like this isn't ready for prime time. I have so many clients who won't hit enter or send or launch or whatever on the thing because they feel like it has to be perfect. No, mm-hmm. something is better than nothing. You mm-hmm. can edit it later. So the only thing that is not course correctable in career is the movement of time. That's the only thing. Like if you made a a mistake, you can edit it later. If you want to add more keywords, you can add them later. But you not publishing your new LinkedIn profile or whatever and waiting for weeks and months, like that's one thing I can't help you with. We don't have time machines. So that's number one. Just go ahead and do the thing. A couple of, because I just mentioned keywords. you know, you do know that the things that are searchable on LinkedIn are your headline the thing that comes right after your name and they've expanded the character Mm -hmm. limit on that in the most recent years so you can put a lot in there I would say like don't jam it with like everything because then it will feel spammy but look at what other people have done and profiles of people that are doing what it is that you want to do what do they have do kind of like a a little informal survey for yourself of like collect your top 10 favorites and then Mm -hmm. remix it into your version of that like that's great to find inspiration from what other people are doing. So that part is keyword searchable. And then your about section is keyword searchable. And those are the main things as far as I know that like will show up when recruiters are searching. So make sure that the keywords that you wanna be seen for are in those two places or at least one of the two places. That's number one. Number two is think about this, like from a user experience, like if it's a recruiter or a colleague or people hiring, whoever it is, potential clients, like think about how you land on a LinkedIn page and what makes you scroll down or click see more versus Mm -hmm. what makes you bounce to the next person. And think about it that way. How can you optimize your profile so that it is more engaging And make someone stick on your page for more than a few microseconds. A few ways you can do that. Use that banner photo behind your headshot. Like Mm -hmm. super leverage that real estate because it's right up top. Everyone loves an image, something that speaks to what you care about, your career mission, gives you some personality, like allows for your branding to come out a little bit up there. I would do that for sure. Make sure your headshot is a clear photo of your face. And all of that, like, that's really important. Definitely have a headshot to begin with. Every once in a while. to ask
0: about that because yeah. a lot, there's like this theory where people are like, oh, you know, as a woman of color, like, I don't know if I want to put my picture because I might be discriminated mm-hmm. against. So I'm mm-hmm. curious about where you are in that camp, and then I'll share mm-hmm. where I am in that camp as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, my opinion is like, if someone actually reaches out to connect with me, So, I mean, I'm not your ordinary person, but pretty much a lot of people send me connect requests and I only connect with the women of color unless it's somebody (laughs) that I actually, actually know, because that's like, I don't know, that's how I use LinkedIn. If having me as a connection in common helps them be a bridge to a job, like I'm all about that. But if someone doesn't have a picture, I don't know who they are. Right. And yeah. And so I don't accept those requests. So it might actually be the exact opposite thing that is happening for folks who don't feel safe sharing their photo. I think this is one of those where it's, we have to accept the reality of the day and age that we live in. And there are a lot of bots and spammy things out there and people are afraid of those. And if there's even a little bit of a question mark in their mind, and this applies to anything in career, Mm -hmm. people are going to say no. There's like a marketing principle. The confused mind says no. It's true. So if somebody doesn't know, they're not going to take that risk. If there's something confusing about your cover letter or your, your LinkedIn request to ask for a coffee chat, if you're not clear in your, your kind of request of people, that can absolutely backfire. And then you get radio silence or you know people don't accept or whatever.
0: So that's what I think. What do you think? I agree. Mine <clears throat> is like, here's the thing. If people are discriminating against me because you see my brown face, yeah, I actually don't want to talk to you. Exactly. So for me, I'm like, this is out. like a great, right. This is a great deterrent. Like mm-hmm. if my brown face is the reason you don't want to interact with me, then yeah. I'm doing a great job because that's yes. not a place where I want to work anyway. Exactly. They can go somewhere else. Please. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to work there. And so I'm yep.
1: like, yeah, so put it up there. That's great. Mm-hmm. You don't want mm-hmm. that. In- yes. So. One more thing as far as kind of getting people to engage with your page is there's ways you can attach media and also feature posts and like kind of pin them to your profile up at the top, like near the about section. And so if you have something there that is eye-catching and usually that involves an image or an action shot or like a portfolio, if you're a creative, stuff like that, pinning that right up top can really help keep people there and then be more likely to follow you, consider you. I'm going to throw in one hot tip, like a little pro tip, which is that there is a way to turn off, especially if you're looking for jobs or opportunities, there's a Mm -hmm. sidebar when you go to a profile and like on the right side, you will be able to see like people also viewed or something like that. And then it lists other people's profiles that are similar to yours. Turn that off. (laughs) Turn that off of your profile and you can Google it, like how to turn off people also viewed. Because you're essentially helping recruiters and other folks find other people with similar qualifications to you and you don't want to send them right away from your page.
0: Ever, no. Stay on my page, we're already here. Exactly. Okay, these are such great tips. So thank you. And there's so many like little things that I didn't even realize about LinkedIn as well. There's so many things. Like, I'm sure I only know the tip of the iceberg, but
1: this is also a larger point is like, you don't need to be a LinkedIn expert to leverage LinkedIn and get exactly what you want and need.
0: Mm -hmm. You only
1: need one job if it's a full-time, you know? And it's part of that screening out other people too that you were mentioning, which is important. So be you as much as you can and the right people
0: will find you. Done. Done. (laughs) <laughs> My last question before we wrap up is: Yes. What is the best advice or an unwritten rule that you have ever received? Ooh, that's easy. Don't take yourself too
1: seriously. It's
0: so, so important.
1: Yeah. I used to go so hard. I was like so, so serious about, you know, law school will do that to you, and also academia in general will do that to you, especially as people of color and women of color because we've had to contort ourselves so much to fit into like white supremacy culture and stuff. So I think what it ends up doing a lot of times, and it's not our fault, but it's that like our personality and like what makes us so incredible and amazing gets kind of beaten down inside Mm -hmm. you because you've just been like taught that in so many ways by the systems that we live in and the racism that we swim in and the sexism and misogyny. And so, you know, like, this is one of the ways I also remind myself of like, don't, I don't know, like don't try to be something you're not, Cynthia. And like, and also if I ever am getting too hung up in something like taking it far too seriously and it's stressing me out to the point where I know it's no longer productive, you know, I try to remind myself of that so I can lighten it up a little remember that, you know, in my job right now, like I'm not saving lives. I can chill.
0: Right. You know, (laughs) like
1: whatever it is I'm upset about, like I can, I can let it go because I've blown it fully out of proportion if that's how I'm acting
0: yeah I think that's the best (laughs) it's always the best advice enjoy life it's so short like don't take it so seriously yeah Yeah. well Cynthia thank you (laughs) so much for joining I am so excited you've dropped so many amazing gems this was very fun I'm glad. If if people <laughs> want to follow you, if people want to n- know mm-hmm. more, where should they go? How should they connect with you?
1: Sure. Well, since we talked so much about LinkedIn, obviously that's one place. Right. Uh, the easiest way is to search my name, Cynthia Pong, in the search bar. But my handle on LinkedIn is at Embrace NYC. It's also at Embrace NYC on Instagram, where I do my more funny, super personality forward. Uh-huh. reels and like silly posts and stuff so you can if you want to get more of like a dose of humor with your career advice and see more of my dorky nerd side instagram is a place to go on twitter you can find me at embrace nyc because i couldn't fit the whole thing in the very short character limits and youtube i have a bunch of all of those videos that i told you about that I think got me the LinkedIn Top Voice thing. They're all archived on my YouTube channel and that's at NYC as well. Other than that, my website, (laughs) EmbraceChange.nyc. That's where you can get all my stuff. Sign up for the newsletter, get free resources. I got a ton of free blog posts and resources and downloadables
0: for folks. So you can find those there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining and I'm so glad you all tuned in as well. So, this concludes today's episode, and I hope it inspires you to find your perfect niche, your voice, and carve out your specific lane because the world needs your specific talent.